The results are in, and I will tell you who is Linebacker U. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into today's edition of the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. Don't forget when we are finished here, you got to join the Locked On NFL Draft. Hosts Trevor Sikima and Benjamin Solak for recaps and analysis of the 2021 NFL Draft. They're still going through everything that went through in the 2021 NFL Draft. And they're, of course, they are looking ahead to next year's future first-round picks. One of them may even be on the Penn State Nittany Lions. So follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. How's it going, everybody? This is Kevin McGuire, your host here of the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast. I'm also the editor of NittanyLionsWire.com, part of the USA Today Sports Media Group, and a contributor to AthlonSports.com. I think we have some fun topics of conversation for you today. We're going to take a little bit of a look at the ongoing debate between Penn State quarterback Sean Clifford and Indiana quarterback Michael Panix. They are not seeing eye-to-eye on a very key play from the 2020 season. They're also having some fun debating that. We'll get into that in just a couple of moments. We are also going to take a look at the all-Big Ten teams and the Penn State players that appear on those all-Big Ten teams from the one and only Phil Steele. Uh, a lot of Nittany Lions named to his all Big Ten teams, I think there are four players that absolutely should have been considered or at least given more stronger consideration for inclusion. I'll talk to you a little bit about that in the second segment. And in our third and final segment, the voting results are in. The Locked On Podcast Network has crowned a linebacker you. I'll share some final thoughts on that whole process with you and send you into the weekend feeling pretty good about where Penn State is heading in 2021 and beyond. Of course, before we get started, I want to make sure you never miss a single episode. We're available on all podcasting platforms, including the awesome Odyssey app. You can get all your podcasts right there. You can listen to all your favorite sports radio stations from across the country. You can also listen to actual music as well. You can get it all at the Odyssey app. So make sure you download that on your phone. Take it with you on the go. Hook it up in your car. You can take the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast and all the other great Locked On podcast content with you right in the Odyssey app. And of course, if you're following us on any other podcasting app, if you leave a five-star rating and a review in addition to following us, we would greatly appreciate it. And we are going to shout out a couple of you guys who have submitted some five-star reviews over on Apple Podcasts. So follow us wherever you get your podcasts. And then, of course, make sure you're following us on Twitter, at LockedOnNittany. Don't forget to like our Facebook page at Facebook.com slash LockedOnNittany. And at some point this weekend, we're going to go live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash LockedOnNittany. And of course, you can check us out on Instagram at Instagram so in recent podcasts we took some time to look at five key offensive players and we are going to get back to continuing that theme with a look at the defensive side of the football had to change a couple plans this week so that's going to probably start next week so you can start looking for that but it goes without saying that one of the key offensive players for Penn State is going to be quarterback Sean Clifford and we're not going to rehash too many things of what we've said but We all know that Sean Clifford did not have a great start to the 2020 season, and that leaves a lot of room for improvement. And I think we are going to see the best Sean Clifford we have seen yet. I think a lot of that goes with the offense coordinator, Mike Yurcich, who's also the quarterback's coach, getting a chance to work in the spring. Again, I'm not going to rehash everything I said previously, but bottom line is I'm looking forward to seeing 
what Sean Clifford does this year. Now, this weekend or this week, he's been actually down in Atlanta at a quarterback camp. And you, you see college quarterbacks go to these quarterback camps and passing academies uh, during the offseason, kind of work uh, on some of their own skills while also kind of tutoring and mentoring some of the young high school prospects that are continuing to on their path. And it's always cool to see a guy like Sean Clifford get a chance to work with some of the other top quarterbacks that are out there. One quarterback that happens to be at the same camp is Indiana quarterback Michael Penix. And there was a great social viral clip that was shared on Twitter from uh, Sean McAvoy, who's in charge of the camp or works at the camp. And he he got a short little video clip of the two Big Ten quarterbacks having a key debate over one of the key signature plays from the 2020 season. This, of course, being Michael Penix reaching for the end zone on a two-point conversion attempt in overtime to stun at the time, number eight Penn State in that very delayed start to the Big Ten football season. Obviously, Indiana celebrated the victory over Penn State. Indiana went on to have a really good year, and maybe that play or that game in particular was a key catalyst to getting things started on the right foot for Indiana. On the flip side, of course, uh, Sean Clifford and Penn State go down. They get off to an 0-5 start to the season. Just was a bad way to start the year. And I, I think it's very important to know that that was a very defining moment for Penn State right out of the gate for the 2020 season. And there was a lot of blame to go around uh, from that game in particular. Sean Clifford certainly uh, shouldered a lot of the blame for some of his mistakes and some of his play early on in the game. Let's not forget that Sean Clifford and Penn State did have the lead in the fourth quarter. They were very much in position to win that game despite a very ugly start to the game. But Sean Clifford, I think, uh, has kind of taken it in stride. And if you watch the video clip, which I highly advise you to do so, it is fun to see uh, quarterbacks and, and players from opposing teams at least have a laugh over one of the, the big moments because you could uh, look at that way that that play went down and you could be very bitter. And, and maybe Sean Clifford's a little bitter, but I think it's important to realize that he has taken that moment in stride. He has learned from some of the, the hurdles that he had to go through in 2020. Looking forward to seeing what he does in 2021. And the fact that they can laugh about it, I, I think is very cool. I, personally, that's just me. I know there's probably an old school line of thinking that says that Sean Clifford shouldn't be joking about that play uh, with the quarterback from Indiana. I'm okay with it. I, I really am, especially in that kind of environment, right? So they're looking at the video replay. They're kind of having the debate of whether or not Michael Penix actually broke the plane or not. The debate still rages on, and I think the uh, the viewpoint you have really determines uh, or is based on where your geography is, right? So if you're in Indiana, if you're in Indiana, you're probably going to say yes. There's no question that Michael Penix scored that two point conversion for the win. Whether you're in Penn, Pennsylvania, you're probably saying there is no way his that ball is definitely down before it crosses the goal line. I still think he was down. And I know that I can count on my pal, Big Ten, Ben Stevens from Locked on Big Ten. He, even though he is the president and the founding member of the Michael Penix for Heisman uh, fan club, which I think is kicking the dust up again, once again for 2021, even he admits that Michael Penix was down. That, that two-point conversion never should have counted. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that Penn State season would have been uh, drastically better because they still could have started one and four, if we're being honest. But uh, it, is, it is a very debatable moment in college football. Certainly, like I said, the signature play, the photographic uh, image from that, from that particular play was one of the best images in college football all of last season. And it hurts me to say that because I know that Indiana didn't score that two-point conversion. But 
At the same time, I've learned to live and move on, and hopefully you have as well. And it does appear that Sean Clifford has as well. So they're never going to agree on that one. You're always going to have your biased points of view. There's no question about that. But it's a pretty cool video clip. I will definitely share it with you on our timeline on Twitter at LockedOnNittany. And of course, maybe I'll drop it in the show notes for this episode as well. I may not be an expert chef, but what I do know is that I hate wasting time cutting and preparing my ingredients. That's why Maiden came to the rescue with a chef's knife that I can use in a variety of ways. It's so easy to use. It's so easy to use in a variety of ways. It doesn't matter what I'm cutting. One knife is going to be the solution for me. It's also going to help you out as well. You definitely want to check them out. Made In produces professional quality cookware and knives for those who love to cook. They source the finest materials and partner with renowned craftsmen to make premium kitchen tools available directly to you without the markup. Made In products are made to last and they offer a lifetime guarantee. How can you go wrong with that combination, right? Well, the cookware distributes heat evenly and they can easily go from the stovetop to the oven and their knives are fully forged, perfectly balanced, and they stay sharp. I've been using it for a while now, and I love it. I think you are too. Right now, Maiden is offering our listeners 15% off your first order with the promo code LOCKEDON. This is the best discount available anywhere online for Maiden products. So go to maidencookware.com slash LOCKEDON and use the promo code LOCKEDON for 15% off your first order. That's maidencookware.com slash LOCKEDON. And don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON. It is Five Star Friday here on the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast, and I want to give a special shout out to uh, Apple Podcast reviewer BFPSU. Let the five star review. He says, or she says, I don't know if it's a he or she. If you are a fan of Penn State football, this is the show for you. Daily episodes throughout the season, providing info, analysis, and etc. Thank you so much for the kind words there, BFPSU. I appreciate you listening and keeping coming back and hoping to spread the word about this podcast as well. It is interesting or important to note that the, while we do have five shows a week during the season, we are still in kind of the summer off-season mode right now. So we're still planning on trying to get out three episodes a week uh, right now for the foreseeable future. But uh, when we do have more information on when we're going to go back to five shows a week, uh, we will definitely let you know so you can plan accordingly because I want to make sure you're making all of your trips and your vacation plans centered around when you can listen to Locked on Nittany Lions. So we're going to try and keep you as up-to-date as possible. But of course, Follow the podcast wherever you get your podcast, and if you're leaving those five-star reviews, make sure you take a screenshot of it, or just let us know that you left one by reaching out to us on our Twitter account, at LockedOnNittany. If you are like me, this is around the time of year when every time you're going to the grocery store or maybe going through a store like Target or Walmart or whatever, you might take a couple of extra seconds just to take a peek at the magazine rack to see if the college football preview magazines are out on the shelves just yet. Now, I personally haven't seen any hit the shelves just yet, and I know that a couple are probably still in production right now. But you're starting to see more and more preseason content come out from those various sources. I know Athlon Sports has put out some preview content already, and I'm waiting for my copy of the Athlon Sports College Football Preview Magazine. It's one of my favorites, and I'm not just saying that because I'm a contributor to Athlon Sports, but I know that I'm looking forward to all the great content that those guys over there have been putting together. Uh, I get that one every year. Another one I try to get every year is the Phil Steele college football preview magazine a lot of people refer to it as the bible of college football preseason content i tend to think maybe it's a little overrated or maybe it's a little uh, out of date or out of style in so many respects i definitely feel like the whole magazine or certainly the the, uh, the website could use a little bit of a facelift these days 
But there's no question when it comes to putting in the work and studying every team around the country, Phil Steele is right there at the top. He's doing this year in and year out. I believe his magazine is still in the final stages of their production cycle. So it might be a little bit more time before we start seeing them hit the, the bookshelves or maybe you get a mail to you. Maybe you've ordered a copy. If you have a collection of Phil Steele magazines, I would love to see your collection of them because there are probably so many people out there who have every Phil Steele lined up right next to each other on the bookshelf. I don't have every year, but I do have my small collection of Phil Steele magazines over here on my bookshelf. You can't see because this is an audio podcast. There is no video involved, but I'm pointing to my bookshelf and it's got lined up. Phil Steele preview magazines, 2008, 2009, 2011, 2012. I skipped 2013 for some reason, 2014. Skipped 2015 for some reason, 2016, 2017, 2018. You get the idea. Right next to that are all my Athlon sports previews as well. So yeah, I'm one of those people who keeps on a hold of them just for the heck of it. Well, the other day, Phil Steele's all Big Ten teams were released, and it includes a number of Penn Staters. Now, important to note that Phil Steele puts out four all-conference teams for these power conferences, which I think is a little excessive, and it certainly keeps the PR uh, gurus pretty busy from the various media departments. So Kudos to them for having something to more to do. Uh, you know, it's always good to have some buzz out there. And you know maybe there's a little strategy behind having four uh, all Big Ten teams as opposed to just one or two because you know, you're going to get more press releases, more press coverage for that Phil Steele preview magazine. So I, I see the game that's being played here. But 10 Penn Staters nonetheless appear on one of the four all-conference teams for the Big Ten from Phil Steele. On the first team, you get offensive lineman Rasheed Walker and safety Jaquan Brisker. Second team has Jahan Dotson and Mike Miranda. So you got your best wide receiver appearing on the second team. I feel like you probably could have made an argument to have him on the first team, but this is a pretty good year for some of the top Big Ten wide receivers. A couple at Ohio State, of course. Ty Freifogel over at Indiana is going to make some noise as well. Jahad Dotson is right there, though. And, of course, he led the Big Ten last year. So I feel like putting Jahad Dotson on your second team is probably a little bit of a snub. But, you know, hey, first team, second team, I, I don't really care. That's still pretty darn good. Uh, and obviously, there were a number of other players that appeared on the third or fourth team. On the third team, you have offensive lineman Juice Scruggs, who still has one of the best names in college football, probably. Defensive end Arnold Edbikidi, the uh, transfer from Temple, uh, expecting a lot of big things out of him this year. And linebacker Ellis Brooks also appear on the third team. On the fourth team, on the fourth team, you have tight end Brenton Strange, a linebacker Brandon Smith, and long snapper Chris Stahl. So those are your ten players from Penn State appearing on Phil Steele's all Big Ten teams. Some very notable exceptions. Now, keep in mind, like I said, you've got four all Big Ten teams, and Sean Clifford doesn't appear on any of those four. That, to me, is a little bit of a motivating factor, I think, for Sean Clifford. And as I said kind of previously in the last segment and previously on the podcast, I'm expecting pretty good things out of Sean Clifford. I'm not saying that the best of Sean Clifford is going to be a Heisman Trophy caliber kind of a player, but I think the best Sean Clifford there is is certainly one of your four best quarterbacks in the Big Ten this year. I think he's going to put up some really good stats this year. Uh, Nothing that's necessarily going to blow everybody away, but I think we see Sean Clifford get off to a much better start. I think that he has better performances in some key moments, uh, including some very uh, high-profile games. Season opener at Wisconsin. You lead Penn State to a victory there. You're off on the right foot. A couple weeks later, you got that nationally televised game against Auburn at home. Should be a lot of fun. Big spotlight opportunity. We'll see what he does there. 
And of course, you got big contests on the road against Iowa and Ohio State. Uh, we'll see what happens in those games. But I do think that Sean Clifford is clearly one of the four best quarterbacks in the Big Ten if things go well uh, at the start of this year. I, I think that's entirely possible. But not having Sean Clifford anywhere on your top four all-conference teams, that's a little bit of a, an eyebrow raiser as far as I'm concerned. No disrespect to any of the Big Ten quarterbacks. I just feel like Sean Clifford has the potential to be one of the four best. Speaking of which, no Tariq Castro-Fields, no P.J. Mustafer, and no Noah Kane. Now, Noah Kane, I sort of will accept because he's coming off another uh, injury loss season, basically. But I still feel like if Noah Kane stays healthy, uh, there's no way that he's not one of your top four, top eight running backs in the Big Ten. I definitely feel like he's fully capable of putting up a lot of yardage and making some big plays, racking up some touchdowns and becoming one of the top running backs in the Big Ten. He has to stay healthy, though. So not having him on any of the four All-Big Ten teams, I'm more okay with that one than I am a couple of the others. No P.J. Mustafer, no Tariq Castro-Fields. I'm a little surprised that neither of those guys were mentioned anywhere in the top four All-Big Ten teams from uh, Phil Steele. So maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm missing something, but I, I maybe I'm being a little biased here, but I really do feel as though PJ Mustafer is kind of like the anchor of this defensive line going into the season. And to recast your feels, his return is pretty significant for the depth at this secondary position, uh, the cornerback position uh, for Penn State. So no to recast your feels, no PJ Mustafer. I'm not quite okay with that. No Kane being left off. I'll accept. And Sean Clifford, absolutely, I think is going to be one of those four teams at the end of the year. So maybe we'll do a little comparing and contrast with where Phil Steele has his preseason all Big Ten teams and where he has his postseason Big Ten teams. Because I would imagine that a couple more Nittany Lions, some of which I just named, will probably be included. Let me know what you think. Again, four all Big Ten teams. You've got 10 Penn Staters listed. You have Four that I consider notable omissions, uh, three for sure. And again, Noah Kane, I'm more willing to accept given the injury history. But let me know what you guys think. Reach out to us on our Twitter account, at LockedOnNitney. If I ever get a chance to bring Phil Steele onto the podcast, which I think is possible because he does make a lot of media rounds and he's uh, he's very you know, he's very accommodating uh, for podcasts and, and radio interviews. If we get a chance to bring him on, I would love to get his insight or his his reason behind some of these decisions or omissions uh, about his all Big Ten team. So, hey, Phil Steele, if you happen to be listening, reach out to me on Twitter at LockedOnNinny. I would love to bring you on. Uh, definitely would love to hear his some of his preview coverage and insight as well. But let us know what you think about the all Big Ten teams. If you want to get a link to some of that, we'll have that in the show notes down here. You can also check out some of the coverage I had over on NittanyLionsWire.com. It's time for me to tell you about the world's best tasting protein bar. It's the one that tastes just like a chocolate bar. It is the one and only Built Bar. Now, I've been telling you about Built Bars for a while. Just recently, I told you that I got my wife hooked on these things, right? So I've been talking about Built Bars for a long time. I've been getting uh, some free samples. I've been trying them out, and I've been raving about them. Finally got my wife on board, and she's all about some of these coconut flavors. She just ordered a second box of them, and as soon as they got here, she knows that I'm going to dive into those Built Bars. I'm going to pack one of my lunch every day. So what she did was she divided them up. We each get an even supply of them. That's how important Built Bars are, and that's how much you're going to love them as well. You're not going to want to give up a single Built Bar to one of your friends or family members. As much as you may love them, sometimes you got to cross that line, and you got to stake your claim to your Built Bar stash. 
Right now, our house is stocked with coconut and coconut almond, but find the flavor that's right for you and stack up as much as you possibly can. So go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your first order. One more time, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Five Star Friday here on the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast and a special shout out to Gray Chevy Van on Apple Podcasts for his five star review. He says, this guy knows his stuff. Best Penn State podcast there is. Well, Gray Chevy Van, I thank you for listening and thank you for the tremendous five star review. If you leave a five star review, we will shout you out on a future episode of the podcast. Every Friday is going to be Five Star Friday from now until the foreseeable future. So get in those five-star reviews. Make sure you're following along on your favorite podcasting app. And we look forward to hearing what you guys have to say and showing you our appreciation for all of your support. So this week on the Locked On Podcast Network, we were determining which school is actually considered linebacker you. I said the other day that Penn State has a solid case to be made to be linebacker you as it is always projected itself to be and for good reason. And I am proud to announce to you, the listeners of Locked On Nittany Lines, that Penn State, by a panel vote of hosts across the Locked On Podcast Network's college channel, has determined that Penn State is definitively linebacker you. That's right. Not you, Alabama. Not you, Ohio State. And I hear you, Brandon Olson, over at Locked On Gators. Yeah, we may have had some good linebackers in the past, but the bottom line is everybody still respects Penn State as being the one and only linebacker you. And I said this the other day, but this title comes at a very big moment in Penn State program history because number 12 player in the 2021 NFL draft was Micah Parsons, of course, a former Penn State linebacker. He is basically going to be succeeding an 11-year veteran that has just retired in another former Penn Stater, also a longtime Dallas Cowboy captain in Sean Lee. So the torch is basically being passed from one Penn State icon to the next for one of the most recognizable NFL franchises there is. Folks, that is not a mistake. That is fate happening right before your eyes. But as I said the other day, we are also just now getting a chance to look at the official ballot for the College Football Hall of Fame's Class of 2022, which features, for the first time, former Penn State linebacker LeVar Arrington and former Penn State linebacker Paul Puzlesny. Yes, this does buy into the argument that maybe some of Penn State's linebacker reputation is based on some of the things that have happened in the past because LeVar Arrington and Paul Puzlesny, two of the best linebackers that I have seen at Penn State, very much the top two linebackers in Penn State's Big Ten era and arguably Penn State program history. And I do not say that lightly. I genuinely believe that we have seen some of the best linebackers of Penn State history come through in that Big Ten era in the form of LeVar Arrington and Paul Puzlosny. But go ahead up to this season. Ellis Brooks, Brandon Smith, Jesse Lakita. These are guys that may not be getting all of the star accolades, but James Franklin has said coming out of the spring that these three guys in particular have a very good chance to make the Penn State Letterman very proud of that linebacker legacy. And maybe it's just coach speak. 
It probably is to some degree, but when your coach comes out and says that your three linebackers that you're going to have that have already played together in the 2020 season and have gone through some ups and downs, they're going to come back and have one of the strongest years as a unit. That shows you why Penn State is linebacker you. They may not get all the five-star recruits. They may not send everybody off to be in a first or second round NFL draft. But when you have Penn State linebackers on the field, you know you have to be ready to play because they are going to be ready to find the football and bring you down and make your life absolutely miserable. There is something to be said about the legacy of Penn State linebackers. There is something to be said about the quality of play that you get out of the unit. It's not just one star player every year. It is sometimes a combined effort. And you have guys that go on to be team captains for Penn State and team captains in the NFL. And what other program is doing that as consistently as Penn State has over the years? Folks, a Penn State linebacker is a true signature player for this program. The other positions may have had some of the bigger star players, but one unit that opposing offensive coordinators are always going to have to brace for is what Penn State is doing in the middle of their defense with the linebacker position. Folks, the Locked On Podcast Network has spoken. Penn State is linebacker you. Well, folks, that is going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Nittany Lions. But don't forget, we've got plenty of great content across the Locked On Podcast Network to keep your sports podcasting mind at ease. Today, over on the Locked On Today podcast, the Atlanta Hawks continue to roll in the playoffs. How far are they going to go? Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Make sure you're following Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And of course, while you're at it, make sure you're following along with Locked On Big Ten and Locked On Bets and, of course, Locked On Nittany Lions. The Odyssey app has it all, and I'm telling you, you want to make sure you have it on your phone, take it with you on the go, and you can listen to Locked On Nittany Lions, Locked On Today, Locked On Big Ten, all the great content we have here, as well as some of your favorite radio stations covering sports talk and, of course, actual music and other great podcasts out there. No shortage of ways to keep you entertained on the Odyssey app. So make sure you download that today. Take it with you this weekend. If you're outside doing some yard work, um, load up the Odyssey app. Catch all of the Locked On Podcast Network content there. Of course, we're also available on every other podcasting app. So make sure you're following. Make sure you're leaving those ratings and reviews. Those five-star ratings really help us out, and we really appreciate it. We're going to show you some more appreciation next week on our next Five Star Friday. Lots of stuff to look forward to next week on the podcast as well as we're going to start taking a look at some of those key defensive players. Maybe one I feel like should be a Phil Steele preseason All-Big Ten player. I'm just throwing that out there one last time. But, of course, we have lots of fun stuff still in the way as we move through the rest of this offseason. Eventually, we'll get into actual preseason mode, which is going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to kind of previewing the upcoming college football season, Penn State football season, and expecting some pretty good things. Uh, to come so make sure you're following along on all your favorite podcasting apps and of course check us out on twitter and facebook and instagram and twitch all using the username locked on nittany my name is kevin mcguire you can give me a follow on twitter at kevin on cfb check out my patreon at patreon.com slash kevin mcguire and of course check out all the penn state coverage we have going on for you over on nittanyalionswire.com part of that usa today sports media group have a great Friday, everybody. Hopefully we send you into the weekend feeling good and have a great weekend. Have a safe weekend. And we'll be back to talk some more Penn State football with you next week. Hey.